0: fellas, how's it going? How's everybody doing? Welcome back to Fade Consensus. My name's Austin Abbott. My cousin Drew Scott talked me into doing another episode, so I've been retired for a little bit, but we're back. Drew, what's going on,
1: man? We're back, man. We're less than 48 hours away from football season officially kicking off. I've been busting Austin's balls for a while now. I'm happy we finally said yes here. Uh, We've got a few things we want to talk about. A few guys we're really into this year. Uh, Then we're going to go through and uh, say some division winners as well at the end of the podcast.
0: And on twitter i'm at austin abbott ff and he's at drew underscore scott for fellas we're gonna talk about three players uh a piece so i'll do i'll do one drew will do one we'll go back and forth talk about six players total then we're gonna talk about division winners um i'm gonna start us off man i i've been pounding the table i can't stop talking about this guy i just traded for him the other day it's Kadarius tony he is he is so electric he's so shifty he is one of my favorite targets uh i drafted him yesterday in a redraft league I got him 107th overall round 11. If you want to talk about a guy that's extremely low risk, low risk because he's worth nothing right now, literally got him in the 11th, uh, and a high reward type of player, it's Kadarius Tony. Um, he's he's low-key listed as a Giants wide receiver one did you know that I did not right he on the depth chart Kadarius Tony is the wide receiver one right uh and you want to talk about his competition Sterling Shepard dude <laughs> Sterling <laughs> Shepard has never been better than receiver 28 he's he's going Sterling Shepard's going into year seven he's never been a receiver one or a two Kenny Galladay you you remember him right he used to be decent um Apparently he's moving around like a mannequin right now. He's really not doing a whole lot. Um, I know I know the Giants gave him the bag, and they probably still want production out of him, but, like, I'm not saying his career's over. But, man, I, ju- I just think, like, if they believed in Kenny Galladay, why would they go out and draft Kadarius Toney? Why would they go out and draft Rondell Robinson? You know, why would they do this? It- it's because they need to get younger, right? They, they don't feel confident with him. Um, but you want to talk about the rest of his competition? Uh, Darius Slayton? I mean, come on, man. Like, like I used to like Darius Slayton but here we are in 2022 and I mean Darius Slayton is clearly just not it. And then R- Wondell Robinson, right? He's an interesting fun prospect. Call him gadget, call him a, a speedster, whatever you want to call him. At the end of the day, dude, he's 5 foot 8 and and I'm not going to say that's the end all, but there is precisely zero successful wide receivers in the NFL today that are 5 foot 8. So, take that for for what it is, um like I said, Wondell Robinson, fun prospect. Uh, I just don't think that he's gonna be the focal point of the New York Giants. That's not. That's the most vanilla take you could ever have. Uh, with that being said, man, he did have decent draft cap. Um, he was like the eleventh, eleventh uh, pick in the second round, right, out of uh, Kentucky. Yeah, out of Kentucky. I mean, dude. Yeah, Wondell Robinson. Uh, anyway, let's talk about Kadarius Tony. I don't mean to bash his teammates. Um, Tony had over two yards per route run as a rookie. Everyone has seen the stat, right? And since 2011, there's been 13 receivers that were drafted in the first round to average two yards per route run their rookie season. Out of those 12 wide receivers, 11 of them continued their career to have a receiver one season in fantasy is that crazy that's
1: right? insane that's Absolutely a pretty high
0: insane. hit rate 11 out of 12 right Kadarius Tony is the 13th wide receiver now he's heading into year 2 year 2 is an interesting year for wide receivers so many of them break out and just it that's when you buy them like you look at someone like Michael Pittman dude a year ago Michael Pittman had a horrible rookie year looked like a bum um, he was a good prospect good landing spot and look at him now, man. Like yeah. like I'm still not like head over heels for Michael Pittman, but his value has gone up astronomically in just one year. It really yeah. has. He got drafted ninth receiver off
1: the board yesterday at my draft. Yeah. I couldn't believe yeah. it. Yeah. I was like, wow. Yeah. Exactly.
0: This is so, Tony was a uh, Here's another uh, Kadarius Tony stat. He was a top 3 rookie wide receiver this past season against man coverage and that st- statistically speaking, um winning against man coverage is one of my favorite metrics when analyzing a player. Um you can the, the numbers support it. Or it's very important to win against man coverage. Uh, Brian Dable, the Giants improved offensive lineman. Uh, all, I'm sorry, the Giants improved offensive line. Healthy Saquon, hopefully a somewhat improved Daniel Jones. I mean, all
1: these variables, dude, they're gonna benefit Kadarius Tony, right or wrong. Yeah, absolutely. A few right. more things about Tony, real quick. Uh, just coming off ripping off what Austin said. Uh, Brian Dable coming over from Buffalo. He's obviously a man coverage receiver guy. You don't have guys like Stephon Diggs like that and blow up with Dable and then go to a guy like Kenny Galladay who's just like more of a possession receiver, bigger guy. Uh, he's obviously going to fall in love more with Tony. Uh, look what Tony did to the NFC East last year. He tore up the Cowboys. I'm a diehard yeah. Cowboy fan. Lit us up. That hundred ninety yard game, dude. Ridiculous. Absolutely. And yo, know, you play against the Eagles twice a year. You play against the Redskins. I couldn't even tell you dudes in their second <laughs> day. And I'm over to Eagles. Yeah. I don't want to hear it no more. So. Uh, yeah, I just believe like all these variables will
0: benefit Kadarius Tony. Um, and and uh, I have a few more K- Kadarius Tony stats before we before we talk about Drew's first guy. Um, Tony was top five in the NFL last year versus man coverage. You want to hear the other wide receivers that were were amongst him? Cooper Cup, D.K. Metcalf, A.J. Brown, Devontae Adams. That's right? good, good company. Um not bad, Now, Tony, even though he, you can argue he's an outlier, he uh, he currently goes in round 10. I literally drafted him round 11 yesterday, and I could go on a lot longer about Kadarius, Tony. I'm going to shut up. I'm going to let Drew take the floor. All
1: right, cool. What do you got? I'm not not as much of a numbers guy as Austin, but I'm a, I love football, big scheme guy. Um, and I'm gonna go with my guy who I have in all four of my leagues this year. Four leagues is a lot, but you know I'm, I'm a huge believer in him. Uh, I'm going with Nick Chubb out of Cleveland. I'm looking at it this way. Uh, I see Deshaun Watson. He's so underrated, dude. Oh, uh, he's he's unbelievable. So so Deshaun Watson's coming back week 11, uh, just in time for Houston. I look at their schedule. Let me read this off to you real quick. First five six games, all right? We got at the Panthers, at the Jets, or home against the Jets, in Pittsburgh. Against the Falcons, the Chargers and the Patriots. So it kind of picks up towards the end there. But those first four games, Nick Chubb's capable of beating them all by himself. Um, think about it. You have a backup quarterback. You're obviously going to focus on the run game. Jacoby Brissett is actually serviceable with a run game. And you're looking at Cleveland, who's the top three backfield in the NFL, if not number one. Um, given given Kareem Hunt, obviously. And given Dearness Johnson, who I also love as well. Uh, talk about... Uh, Share and all that stuff. I, I, I'm not gonna believe it, man. Nick Chubb goes for 1,200 1,200 <laughs> yards a year with ease when he's healthy. Um, he only missed 100 or thousand yard season one time. It was his rookie year, and he only started eight true Dude, games.
0: Dude, what did he have like 997? 996. He, he missed he, about four he yards. He had <laughs> it, and then he came back in for the final drive and got tackled for a loss for like three. <laughs> no, I, there's a video on it. Twitter. No, I could Jesus, not guys. believe it because I was trying to buy him cheap uh, his rookie year, and I use that as an argument. With the GM I reached out to, I was like, dude, he didn't even have 1,000 yards. I literally said that. I still remember. I didn't, I wasn't
1: successful in getting him. Um, bad argument, but go on. I, I absolutely love Nick Chubb. He actually helped me to a dynasty victory last year. Um, yeah, I had I him and Zeke carry me through. Uh, but you know what? It's cool. Consistency. I'm all about consistency. And when you have a guy like Nick Chubb that's following the second round, even third round in some leagues, man, how do you not jump all dude. over? Carried you, dude. You want to talk about who carried you? <laughs> it was Devontae Adams <laughs> and Jamar, Jamar, yeah, Jamar yeah. Chase. Yeah, you That's should literally receivers. Venmo them each
0: like 100 bucks because they carried you, dude. That was insane. Not, uh, dude, I'm I'm gotta, about it. I don't gotta Wait, I want to say something about yeah. Nick Chubb real quick. How many bench press reps can you do for 225? 225.
1: In my prime, I could do 12. Okay. <laughs> that
0: was I, it. I, I can't break nine. Uh, Nick Chubb hit 29, which is 97th percentile per his wor- workout metrics. Imagine doing, like, 30 reps at 225. Dude, just to give you an idea, you, and you've seen the videos, him squatting, dude. dude he's an animal,
1: Dude, he's, like, he's up there with, like, A.J. Dillon and, like, Saquon. Like, dude,
0: just a specimen.
1: Bit of a hot take right here. Last thing I'm going to say about Nick Chubb. He's the best pure running back in the league. Derrick Henry, Caligma. I'm all about it. Jonathan give me Nick Taylor. Yeah, Sign yeah, him yeah. up. Yeah. Nah, him They're all, all up there. About They're about all it. up there. <laughs> 1A,
0: 1B, 1C. Uh, yeah. All right, Uh, all right. You done? Yes, sir. Okay. You're good. Chris to go. Godwin, ready. The best value in all of redraft. It's Chris Godwin. It's no no doubt. It's not even an argument. Um people people forget, dude, he's a big body. Like he's six one, two ten. When you think of Chris Godwin, like I just don't think of him as like that big. Like he's a pretty big, dude. Um with that being said, he missed three games last year, and that's why he's being faded so hard. Like he just shit, He just got rid of his knee brace the other day. Uh, by the other day, I mean literally yesterday. He yeah. just got rid of it, right? With that being said, he's hasn't officially been cleared to play week one. But I don't care, man. I love him at the discount. Like I said, he is the best value in all of redraft. Uh, he's a great buy low in dynasty, dude. And Tom Brady coming back obviously Loves is going him. to help him astronomically. He's the one there. He is the one in in front of Mike Evans. Everything it, it, no outside doubt. the red zone. Everything yep. outside the yep. red zone. Mike Evans red yep. zone. Okay. And uh his stats last year, dude, he was a top 16 wide receiver, missing almost a quarter of the year. Ready for his numbers? He he basically had 100 catches, 98 receptions, over eleven hundred yards, six total touchdowns. That's with missing three games, right? Six. Um I mean he's 26 years old. It almost feels like he's old. He's 26. I'm 26, dude.
1: Yeah, I'm <laughs> uh he
0: was he was wide receiver eight prior to his injury. Okay, so he he finished the year as a receiver sixteen. He was wide receiver eight, right? That's that's outrageous. Where where he's going, right? Um, he ran a four four two, which is eighty eighth percentile, dude. He's low key really fast. Like people people sleep on him. Like he's sneaky fast. Um, he had a ninetieth percentile speed score. And if you guys are curious, like when I'm talking about speed score or like forty time or like any of their workout metrics, this is. All based off of playerprofiler.com. You guys should all check it out. It is such a great website. No, this is not a sponsored ad, but you you should literally look look at their website and, and just type in any name you want. Literally any player, dude. You can find out anything from college to the NFL, their favorite breakfast. <laughs> literally anything, dude. It's such a good good site. Anyway, his uh his seventy Chris Godman's 17 game pace last year, 107 catches. Thirteen hundred twenty-three yards, nine touchdowns, and like that type of production is being neglected, and it's falling to the sixth round. If I told you you could get the receiver seven or eight in the sixth round, dude, that that's just a mismatch, right? So he is the best value. And on top of everything I said, I have a few. One final thing I want to mention: the goat is gone. Not not Tom Brady. Antonio Brown, baby. <laughs> Love Antonio Brown. A B. Deal, but but seriously. AB was wide receiver five last year on a points per game basis. And that's a really important metric because because AB clearly didn't play every game last year. With that being said, man, he's gone. 43 reduces in He's he's gone. And, And say what you want about Julio. He is not even remotely close to what AB was last season. I love Julio. No disrespect. He's one of the all time greatest, top 10, maybe you can almost argue, top five greatest wide receiver of all time. Julio was that good. With that being said, AB is gone. Chris Godwin is the best value in redraft.
1: I like that. Man. Who you got? I'm talking about best value in redraft, man. I got another guy for you. Uh, trust me, I'm, I'm not going to believe the Vikings hype. I'm not going to. I'm not going to bite into that. The Vikings and the Chargers, two teams I bite into every single year. But I'm not pulled away this time. Regardless of saying that, I think there's way too many weapons in Minnesota that needs a little share time. And I'm talking un- underrated receiver. A guy that's fantastic for me as well last year. Adam Thielen, man, people just keep forgetting about him. Here's seeing him in the seventh, eighth round of redrafts, and he's just stupid not to take him. Guy played thirteen games last year and had ten touchdowns. Tied for sixth of all receivers, ten touchdowns last year in thirteen dude. games, dude. The guy just falls on the end zone. The king of falling in the end zone. Had two separate of the same ankle injuries. Held him out when for four games.
0: When I think of Adam
1: Thielen, like I know I, I know so much about Adam Thielen, but
0: I just Maybe it's recency bias. It does not feel like he had ten touchdowns last nah, season,
1: he's not a lot right? Dude. He's not the sexy pick. I'm not gonna lie to you. I mean, and you see a revamped receiver room. They're bringing in KJ Osborne. They love that guy. Erb Smith Jr. has got all the hype in the world about him. Obviously, Justin Jefferson. Yeah. I don't have to say a word about him. Erb
0: Smith Jr. is such a robot, dude. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> dude, absolutely. Feeling
1: six two. Like I feel like people don't realize he's pretty big. No, oh yeah, for sure, dude. He's massive. And yo he's he's awesome man he's great in the red zone he's unbelievable in the red zone 7 of his touchdowns came in the red zone 13 of his targets in the red zone 7 of them ended up as touchdowns that says trust to me
0: week 1 last year he had over 30 fantasy points i still remember that i was just like <laughs> jesus christ dude like this he again you can get him so late you're 100% right it, he dude he's such a touchdown machine he missed uh, uh of the what was it 13 weeks yeah. Thirteen weeks he played. Thirteen weeks that he yeah. played, ten of them he
1: scored a touchdown. That's insane. Absolutely that insane. And one of them was a hundred and twenty six yard week. <laughs> he had a hundred and twenty six yard yeah. yeah. He week. Oh, are you kidding me? But if he doesn't get bit by the receiver or the injury bug, doesn't get bit by the bug, he's a he's a top he's a receiver one, man. He really is, if you look at it that way. keeps falling the end zone an extra four games on top of it. I'm taking it every single time, man. Give me Adam Thielen late rounds. Enjoy it. Yeah, I uh I
0: I think one thing that has to be mentioned is Kirk Cousins is slept on. And, like, like for, for, fantasy, for, purposes, fantasy, right? purposes, for yeah. fantasy purposes, right? For fantasy purposes. I him understand. It's game. You never yeah. want him on, on your fantasy. I, I just think, like, when you actually look at his numbers over, like, a 16 or 17 game pace, like, Kirk Cousins does one thing, and that's produce. Yeah. He really does. He's cracking 4K yards. He's cracking 30, 35 touchdowns. He's, he's putting up numbers, dude. They're just losing shootouts. Like,
1: he's the first three quarter Tom Brady.
0: <laughs> he really is. Yes, yeah, not first for, three quarter goat. Yeah, not far from it, dude. Yeah. Uh, all right, fellas. Final player, Elijah Elijah Moore. You
1: love. I him. love you Elijah love Moore, him, dude. Yeah. I, I can't
0: I can't stop drafting him. I got him in two out of my three leagues. Uh, working on the other GM in another league. Uh, anyway, talk about a second year breakout wide receiver. If it's not him, it's Kadarius Tony. It, it's yeah, one of the seriously. two. <laughs> uh, but dude, Elijah Moore ran a four four ninety first percentile. He's fast. He's really fast, dude. I loved product. him out of Ole Miss. Yeah, Old yeah. He was drafted 202 second round, early second round out of Ole Miss. Dude, stud. Um, he's crazy. At- End yeah, of the year on yeah, fire. End of the year on fire this year. Yeah. Crazy sure agile. Uh, 97th percentile, uh, his agility score. I, I just, I love his workout metrics from Player Profiler. He, uh, so l- l- let me talk about a few stats real quick for Elijah Moore. He was injured in week 13. The only wide receivers better than him from week 7 through 13. Cooper Cop, Debo Samuel, Justin Jefferson. It's good company, right? And, and you can argue Absolutely. small sample size, but that's kind of wrong. Like, it's not really small sample size. That's, like, close to half the season right there, right? And, and he did that as a true rookie with not even, whatever, Zach... Zach Wilson, Joe Flacco. Dude, it was horrendous. Mike White. You had so many games in and out of that freaking backfield. That's right. I'm sorry. I couldn't even think of Mike White's name because that's how bad he is, right? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I know you love Mike White. No disrespect. Cowboy pick baby. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Elijah Moore was the wide receiver five in a points-per-game basis from weeks six to 14 before he got hurt. and. Points per game, I, I mentioned it earlier in the pod, it's so important, man. Points per game is so important, right? You can look at the end of the season. like Someone like Zeke, no disrespect to Zeke last year, he had he finished running back seven. Very successful season, but the reason he finished so high, he was one of the few running backs that was durable enough. He was able to stay healthy, right? he, and he really, was still beat up. He, he, <laughs> I don't know what he was on a points per game basis. I can promise you he was nowhere close to running back seven, which is where he finished. Mm-hmm. It just It's just... He was able to stay healthy, which is a, such an important part of fantasy, right? Uh, with that being said, uh, Elijah Moore, he, like I just mentioned, he was the wide receiver five on points per game basis, week six uh, to fourteen until he got hurt, and he did this while running less than seventy percent of teams' pass routes last year, which, which, which is yeah, it's toot. speaks for itself. Uh, He'll be a lot and more then, involved this year. Yeah, you can you can hit me with the argument like Elijah Moore won't be good because his QB sucks. Okay, but he played with Joe Flacco, Mike White, Josh Johnson, and Zach Wilson for seven games. I forgot Josh Johnson was on that list. Yeah. Um he, he averaged in those seven games, that's almost half the season. He had seventeen point seven points per game, fantasy points per game. He had over eight targets and over a twenty percent target share. He's a top-five rookie versus man coverage. Uh, he's going round eight, 74th overall. Man, I love that Zach Wilson has weapons in Brees Hall, Garrett Wilson, and I just think that they can really open up this offense and and help um, Elijah Moore maybe be not double coverage as frequently, right? I think that's a fair argument, and I just think that... Uh, I, ju- I just believe in the player, right? And, and the more that i play Dynasty over the years, I've really just learned... Number one thing that I've learned is believe in the player and and don't don't just fade the landing spot, man. Don't worry about the landing spot. You look at AJ Brown, dude. Everyone avoided him like the black plague because he had Marcus Mariota. Mm-hmm. Look at him now, dude. He goes to Ryan Tannehill, who made him better, right? He he had a better, uh, or I'm sorry, I should reword that. He made Ryan Tannehill better because AJ Brown is is true is the truth. Um, and now obviously he's with Jalen Hurts, who's still astronomically better than. Um, Tannehill. Then, uh, no, Tannehill. not not only Tannehill Mariota. but Mariota. Yeah. Yes, yeah. So, um, I've just the more I play Dynasty, man, the, the more I've realized just believe in the prospect and and draft the prospect prospect for who they are. Imagine, dude. Remember the guys that took Clyde Edwards-Lair over Jonathan Taylor yes. because
1: yes. of landing spot. How did yeah. that work out? Yeah. Right, yeah, it was horrendous. Yeah. So, so uh, a few things. Adding on to you, uh, Elijah Moore, You think about the situation. You think about bringing in Garrett Wilson, Brees Hall. Those weapons alone are just going to open it up even more for Elijah Moore. The game plan is obviously going to slide in his favor more weeks than not. Then I really think that that's a great fit for him. Sliding in with all those young guys. I think Salah's working on the right stuff in New York, uh, New Jersey, you know, MetLight, the whole deal. What are we were talking about?
0: You like Robert Salah? Uh,
1: dude, I actually love Robert Salah, and I really think the Jets' defense is going to be underrated this year. Uh, they got a lot of stuff going on. I'm sure we'll get back into that when we talk about divisions. Um, and then. Uh, on top of all that, man, I, I'd really, really think that Elijah Moore could be the guy this year, without a doubt, for the Jets. Yep. Um, all right, uh, my last guy, going to be a relatively obvious one. He's going early in drafts, and I think he's worth uh, taking a bite on early. Uh, but I'm going to go with Mark Andrews here. He's the most familiar target for former MVP Lamar Jackson. And somebody's got to pick up on the 146 vacated targets for Marquise Hollywood Brown. You let me know which one of these guys is going to pick up on the most. This is Rashad Payne. 146 targets vacated because now dude. he's in Arizona. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Dude, so, Hollywood low, he gets fed and nobody dude. realizes. Like, he's so underrated. I like Hollywood oh, a lot. Dude, he's
1: awesome. He's great. And, yo, he's going to kill it in Arizona until yep. DeAndre gets back.
0: Yeah, I think he's going to dominate from the whole year, dude. I, I think he's that good.
1: He's, dude, he's going to be great. Going to be great. And, yo, th- tell me who's getting these targets other than Mark Andrews. Is it is it Bateman, Prochet, or Duvernay? James Prochet couldn't be the guy. <laughs> you know, I mean, seriously, but like, realistically, <laughs> if you're Lamar Jackson, you're looking at 146 vacated targets. Uh, How do you not give it to the 7-foot white dude that's wide open in the middle all the damn time, man? I absolutely love Mark Andrews this year. Love he,
0: him. He's the safe goat. <laughs>
1: For, For sure. Yeah. He's, right. he's, he reminds me a lot of Jason Witten and back in the day, my favorite just, player of all time.
0: I, I love Lamar more than almost anyone, and... I understand he may not be the most accurate quarterback in the league. With that being said, it makes even more sense for your argument. Yeah, Cause, absolutely. Because Mark Andrews is a massive, massive frame and
1: it's just an easy target. Yeah, dude, he's, he's the comfort food at the end of the night, man. It's just going to be an easy one-two, yep. and then you're good to go. Put him to sleep. I mean, I watched the end of that Colts game last year. I'm sure they had to dude, kill you. That was the <laughs> That was the craziest game I've ever seen. Me and Jake uh, were freaking the hell out. Cause we, took, we took Baltimore money yeah. line like halftime. <laughs> yeah. But – like, just methodically getting the ball to Mark Andrews and the Colts not being able to stop it, I think there's going to be a lot of that this year. And I think the Ravens have a total bounce back year. Dude, uh, the audience doesn't care about what you just said. They want to hear about how much you just won.
0: Yeah. Uh, what you bet. What, <laughs> How much dude, did you
1: win? Uh, it was 230 I think it was, on a $30 uh, bet. Because yeah. it was the most ridiculous it was score.
0: Like a 25 point comeback or something. Yeah. Insane.
1: 25 points. And I think we hit it on the end of the third, yeah. too. Like, it was the end of the third quarter. So yeah. The odds were ridiculous. Yeah. Dude, it was absolutely insane. Yeah. Uh, God, that was crazy. Insane, man. And I, I really think that the Ravens are gonna be good this year, man. I really. Yeah,
0: a hundred percent, man. Everything went wrong for the Ravens last year, and they still
1: missed the playoffs by a by a hair yeah. in week uh, eighteen. Dude, their their secondary was demolished. They had their the running backs. Rangers. Yeah, seriously, they had seven running backs last year. <laughs> what and l- and Lamar himself was. Banged up a lot, yeah, no, right? For sure, Jen. Your boy, the well, man. yeah, your boy. <laughs> <Huntley's the man, laughs> <dude. laughs> but all right, man. I mean, uh, Austin, I'm ready to go through divisions, dude. If you're ready to roll, let's start with the AFC East. All right, cool. We're gonna let's disagree
0: start. here. The Buffalo Bills are gonna win this division. Um, I say that extremely confident. I put my whole bank account on that. I know you disagree. Um, I like what the New York Jets have done. I really like a lot about who they've drafted. Um, I, I think they've done a good job recently, but with all that being said, you know, of course I don't expect the Jets to do it. The Pats will probably be right on the bubble fighting for the final playoff, the They're final wildcard spot. They may just miss, they may make it. Um, the Finns, obviously, Tyreek Hill, massive addition. With that being said, I don't believe any of those teams are in the same tier as the Buffalo Bills. Alright,
1: here we yeah. are. i got the floor now. I'm going Miami Dolphins, baby. This is the year. Uh, they did enough in the offseason as far as my eyes go. And I honestly, I, I hate the Buffalo Bills with a burning passion. <laughs> I'm going to be completely honest here. I can't stand them. Um, you look at stats as far as Josh Allen and Daniel Jones, and they're right on par. I, I don't care what anybody says. that I'm still not sold on the guy. I don't care what he has to do. You can have one shootout game against Patrick Mahomes while his team's healthy after beating up a shitty AFC East All-Sing, all year, all year long. Uh, I think the Bills take advantage of a very shitty division. I think this year the Dolphins went apeshit in free agency. Did very good with the draft, man. I'm all about Miami this year, and I don't care what the Bills do. Catch it all on Thursday night. Be ready to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, dude. Uh, let's let's talk about the AFC West. Dude, this might be the
0: most difficult division to predict, right? This may be the most highest-scoring s- uh Amongst these four teams, right, any division, they'll probably put up more points. I'd put my money on them. Uh, with that being said, I, dude, I kind of, I kind of have a gut feeling. I think Justin Herbert is going to get his first playoff appearance of this season. I, I think the Chargers are are seriously going to do it. I, I predict the Chargers to win the AFC West, and I'm not trying to have like a sexy or hot take. I really believe that. I Let's really do. Obviously, the Chiefs are neck and neck with them. Um, and obviously, the Chiefs are the favorites. Mm-hmm. With that being said, dude, Chargers' defense. You, to, you just said the Jets' defense is underrated. You want to talk about an underrated defense, dude? Durban J, it's dude. A lot of big Bosa, dude, lot I of go big on forever. Things. JC, I mean the Chargers. If you just look at their roster on paper, you can argue they are the best roster in the NFL, yeah. right? You can you can really argue that um, between them and Buffalo? I so, think and, and look, like I understand the you'd say, hey, what about the Raiders? They just added Devontae, right? They're just about to resign Darren Waller. Like, like they're dude, all four teams insanely talented. I
1: just, I, I just I think the Chargers get it done this year. Yeah. I'm I'm not biting the bullet, man. I've, I've been saying this. I said it before. The Chargers and the Vikings are the two hype teams for the last three, four years at this point. Now, uh, but, I think, but I believe in Justin
0: Herbert. Do yeah. you? No, definitely. Right. You I think, think he's a real deal?
1: I think he's a real deal for sure. I think he's still one year out. If I am giving two, really? I want to see how this defense molds together. That, you throw six stars on a defense. How does that work out? You got Khalil Mack, J.C. Jackson, Derwin James, even Kenneth. Fucking, uh, what's his name, Kenneth, Kenneth Bradley? No, Kenneth, Kenneth Walker. Ken Walker, the running Ken, back for the no, CLT. Yeah, right, I'm, totally, I'm totally losing my mind right now. I know exactly what I'm talking about. He's the linebacker, and it's driving me nuts. linebacker for Chargers, I love him to death. Uh, he's from Oklahoma. But, all right, with that being said, I'm still taking the Chiefs here. I'm betting the chalk. That's a rare thing for me. I love underdogs. I love an underdog story. Um, but I just think Patrick Mahomes is still the guy, um, and uh, he's going to do it until he proves me wrong. Uh, 13 seconds was enough last year. Um, Dude. That was like the best game I've ever watched in my life. Bro. It was unbelievable, man. And I, I could not have been happier seeing them beat Buffalo because that's just how I am. <laughs> uh, but no, I think the Chiefs are good, dude. The Chiefs are really good. Um, I think I think what they do with Tony oh, you're was talking about Kenneth Murray Jr. Jr. That's it, Kenneth yeah, Murray. Yeah, yeah, I love yeah, yeah. him to death, dude. He's stud, great against the pass. <laughs> but I'm still all the Chiefs. I really do think the Raiders come in second at division two. I'm putting the Chargers at third and the Broncos fourth, missing the playoff. Wow. Yes, really? sir. I, dude, I believe in Derek Carr. Like you're saying, dude, the guy's been one guy off. Uh, two people I, to watch out for the Raiders, dude, is Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro. They're just going go yeah, to go yeah. to the fucking moon. <laughs> to I, the moon.
0: I know I didn't even touch on Denver. Um, I just think they're a really solid team all around. Um, I don't even have a whole lot to say. Jerry Judy could break out this year. That wouldn't surprise me. Uh, Cortland Sutton could have a career. That wouldn't surprise me. People forget... Uh, you could fact check me on this. I think it was two seasons ago. Russell Wilson was a QB one in the whole NFL for fantasy purposes. Yeah. Like people forget, man. Like recency bias. Forty
1: one to twenty one I think it was. Touchdowns of picks
0: Because it was just airing. Aeronaut- yeah, it might have been forty 80. on the dot. Whatever, but um Recency bias is a hell of a drug, man. Like like you don't produce for one season. People are just like, Oh, he's trash like like people just you can tell the casuals you know compared to people who don't have a life like myself and <laughs> just <laughs> grind numbers all day all right AFC North dude talk about another good division I think the Ravens win this division I'm with you I think the Ravens are gonna win it um this is a very good division I I think that uh I kind of feel comfortable saying the Bengals will be a playoff team that they will be a wild card team is what I should say. I feel comfortable saying that. I I don't want to say last year was a fluke because I believe in Joe Burrow. I believe in Jamar Chase. I believe in T. Higgins. I believe in Joe Mixon. I believe that. Uh, I actually don't believe in Zach Taylor. Uh, but I I just think that the Bengals are so young and they had so much, so much went right for them last year, and I think that they were where they ended last year was a little bit better than where they actually were, right? I think they were still a playoff team, but I just didn't think that they were really, like, one play away from winning a Super Bowl. With that being said, like, no disrespect. The Bengals have an extremely bright future. Uh, they, they they have so much going for them. I just think they're the second-best team in this division. I think the, the Ravens, they don't have that injury bug, right? Knock on wood. Like, just pray that they stay healthy. And, and I believe in Lamar. I think the Ravens win this division. Um... I'm going to talk about the Steelers for a hot sec. Mike Tomlin's coach 14 seasons for Pittsburgh. Is that correct. 14. I ever, I think never it's never had a losing season. Right? Correct. His worst year ever is 8-8, eight eight, which that's which insane. is just like say what you want, that's that's insane. That's that's as good as it gets. I mean Mike Mike Tomlin's probably going to be a Hall of Famer. I don't think I've ever those words have ever come out of my mouth, but like now that I'm talking about him, right? Dude, almost 15 years of just non-stop success, multiple Super Bowl appearances, Super Bowl victory. I mean, dude, like He's been nothing but successful. So, uh, Pittsburgh will find a way to probably get d- damn close to 500, maybe a little bit better, be on the bubble, fight for that final seven yeah. seed. They might miss. Who knows? Um, and then Cleveland, I believe in Cleveland, it's just, you know, not getting Watson back till week 13, and there's 18 really? weeks in the season. It's like, man. 11.
1: 11, he's coming back against Houston. No, 12, no,
0: no. no, no. It? Uh, week 13, they play Houston. He suspended 11 weeks. Week 12, they have a bye. Week 13, they play Houston. Okay, okay. So, with all that being said, I just think he's missing too much of, of the season, and I don't believe in Jacoby Brissett at all. So,
1: yeah, all right. Baltimore, Baltimore. Torch, maybe I'm all about Baltimore. I think they've walked through the division. Uh, I'm I'm confident when I say that. I've never been a Lamar guy until now, uh, but I, I really do believe that Baltimore is one of the best rosters when healthy. Um, I think the ball bounced Cincinnati's way a lot last year.
0: What changed? You just said you've never been a Baltimore. I'm
1: sorry, you've never, never been a
0: Lamar guy till now. What
1: changed? Watching him at the end of last year, Jake had him as our fantasy quarterback last year, right? And I kind of fell in love with him towards the end of last year.
0: Did you like his play style, or like did you just like like what you saw on film, or
1: stats, or what? Like dude, he's what's... ballsy, dude. I love a guy with balls, man. I, Brett Favre is one of my favorites ever. A guy just had a brass set of balls, man. I'm all about Lamar. Uh, and, and honestly, I think that it, they got all the tools around them. I really do. I think Mark Andrews obviously huge year. I said it before. Uh, he's got a bunch of young receivers. If he can make something out of those, I think it's going to be awesome.
0: Dude, I love Rashad Bateman out of Minnesota. Me I too, love dude. Rashad. Do you talk about a good prospect that was faded. I know we're talking prospects that were dude. faded because of the landing spot. Nobody wanted a, a guy where uh, – nobody wanted a receiver that landed on Baltimore because Lamar was thrown to him. And then what did Lamar do in his year two? He literally not only won the MVP. I never in a million years thought Lamar would do this, lead the NFL in passing touchdowns yeah. that is that's still to this day like I can't comprehend I've never whiffed on a player so hard in my life as I did on Lamar Jackson like if I ever meet Lamar I'm just going to shake his hand and tell him I'm sorry that's because, because I'm so wrong I'm the same so <laughs> I was so wrong on Lamar Jackson and I'm the biggest <laughs> fan of him now AFC South who do you got?
1: AFC South let's go I have the I? I, dude I'm going with your Colts baby I think your Colts are going to walk away with it as well <laughs> I think the Titans are missing a lot. I think Traylon Burks is going to take a year or two to get rolling. Um, I think losing weapons like Julio Jones and uh, A.J. Brown in the same season isn't going to necessarily be good for Ryan Tannehill. Reminds me a lot of his old Dolphin days where he didn't necessarily have the weapons to take him anywhere. Um, and I just think that, that Colts defense and offense, man, I love Matt Ryan. I've always been a Matt Ryan guy. I'm going to hold on to him in my dynasty league till he retires. Um, and with that being said, man, I think the Colts go away with this division early because the Jaguars and Texans are still a few years out. Um, Go ahead, brother What do you think? Dude, you would think I'd hate the Colts if you heard how I talk about them. (laughs) Um, Like,
0: I talk about the Colts how you talk about the Bills. Yeah. Right? (laughs) Um, It's just... It's crazy because like the Titans were the number one seed. They beat the Chiefs last year f- for the first round bye, right? You remember that? Yeah. Like people forget that the Titans were the number one seed. They may be, they may be like arguably the all time weakest number one seed. I know they got knocked out second round to yeah. the uh, Bengals. Right. Remember that? Dude? In An upset. In Huge in an upset. upset. Dude, and the whole world, all of America was rooting for uh, Cincinnati. Yeah. Right. Uh, with that being said. Dude, I'm so torn between the Colts and the Titans for the division. Uh, I love Trevor Lawrence. I think he's gonna have a bounce back year. I think he's gonna be better. I'm not gonna say a whole lot about the Texans other than other than than Fade Damian Pierce in fantasy. I promise you, he's not gonna hit. He's gonna disappoint. Uh, Sell him high. Sell him so high, Damian Pierce in Dynasty. Please sell him high. Um, Dude, I don't know. I. I'm gonna lean the Colts. Mm-hmm. I feel guilty. I feel wrong. I feel like I'm gonna be wrong on this. Um, I think it's gonna be so close. The Colts might go like ten and seven, and and win it by a hair. Like the Titans may go ten and seven as well, but the Colts may have a better uh, head-to-head or, or <laughs> better division record rather have yeah. tiebreaker. I know uh, losing yeah. Harold
1: Landry is a, gonna hurt the Titans a lot more than people think. And on that defensive side, yeah, he's the heart and soul of that defense. I mean, I know they have a decent secondary and it, I know they'll be all right, but Harold Landry is the truth, man.
0: NFC East, start us off
1: Alright dude, I'm going my boys Let's go Cowboys, <laughs> baby I really mean this First time since 2003 We got a repeat winner in the NFC East uh, Super hot take Cowboys are going to be the first team since 2009 With two 1,000 1, yard rushers Between Tony Power and Zeke um, I just think everybody's all over the Eagles this year I, I feel it I get it I understand it They did a lot of stuff This reminds me a lot of The Nandi Awesome all year You know what happened When they did that The dream nothing. team They did yeah, absolutely I know, nothing I know. Um, This is what it reminds me of I mean Gardner Johnson Was a, a half decent player For New Orleans But whatever um, Their biggest pickup Is A.J. Brown Doesn't change necessarily The guy throwing the ball You know who covers Big receivers well Trayvon Diggs dude So sign me the hell up Head to head Cowboys still got him Dude, that's all about, a, about it. That is a very uh controversial topic. Dude. <laughs> Trayvon
0: Diggs. Didn't he give up the most receiving yards in the whole NFL? I understand he had the most intercept or d- damn close to it. Um I'm gonna go with Philly. Uh this is this is so close, cause here's what I'm gonna say. It's the Cowboys division to lose. Yeah, absolutely. Right? I I can confidently say that. With that being said, when Philly adds AJ Brown, arguably, you know, top receiver in the league. And the Cowboys lose Amari Cooper, dude. That right there is a massive, massive difference. And I, I, believe in Jalen Hurts, the player. I believe in his talent. I like. I just think Jalen Hurts is is the truth. I've been a big fan of him since day one. I wanted Indy to draft him so bad. Uh, with all of that being said, man, I believe that Jalen Hurts can in his first seat. So he's played two years, right? Mm. Last year was his first year of actually playing. You know, week one on. And what did he do? In his first season he takes the team to the playoffs. They lose to Tom Brady. Granted, it's Tom Brady. Dude. And we can if, see. if I we told you see. your franchise quarterback <laughs> would take your team to the playoffs the first season, you'd probably say, All right, like like I can rock with this guy, like we yeah. can move forward with I him. I, with right, that. right. Right. Yeah, and now me. that he's in his third season, his second year of starting, I believe that he will transform into a better pure passer. Right. He's always gonna have his rushing ability, but I believe he's just gonna get better as a passer. Um and with that being said, dude, you have AJ Brown, the addition, right? I just I just think that people forget how good AJ Brown we haven't seen AJ Brown's ceiling. We've we seen like him put up eleven hundred yard, ten touchdown season. Like that's good. With my time. Okay. His ceiling <laughs> might be like 1,400, 1500 plus yards. Like he is AJ Brown yeah. is the truth. Um I just I think this is gonna be really, really close. Again, like Philly and the Cowboys may both go around ten and seven. Like it's gonna be close. It's it's man. a two horse race. It's gonna be really close. Uh it's just flip a coin. Yeah. Um two horse race. NFC
1: is, NFC West. NFC West, dude. I'm going with a little bit of a shocker here. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Arizona Cardinals. I think that the 49ers coming off of a uh, a great playoff run, obviously catching the right catching hot at the right moment, beating my Cowboys in the last second. Uh Dexcade the red. Ball, but whatever. All right. So, um, but no, I'm taking the Cardinals. I think they're a great roster. I think if they can go three and three, and then just in time for DeAndre to come back, you throw him in a receiver room with Hollywood Brown and AJ Green, who actually showed some promise, and then a definite target in Zach Ertz. Man, I think that they have all the weapons they need. James Connor come out with a huge revamp year. Um, I love him to be honest. But I just think that they're they're surpassing the Niners because the Niners are experimenting with the quarterback that I'm still not sold on. I'm not going to be a Trey Lance guy until he proves it to me.
0: They traded three first-round picks They love for, for Trey Lance. That is the like, craziest just thing. Just let that
1: sink in. Think about that, dude. Yeah. Three first-round picks to draft him third overall. They think he is the guy without That's a That's crazy. Without a doubt. So what are you thinking, Austin? your NFC, NFC West guy? I'm going to go with a
0: really boring pick. I'm taking the Seahawks. I believe in Geno. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, dude, I actually am going with the pretty boring pick. I think the Rams will get it done again for the division. Um, I just think that the Rams, the Niners, the Cardinals, I'm not even going to talk about the Seahawks. I have nothing to say. I I don't know what Seattle is doing. I don't know if Pete Carroll knows what planet he's on. I don't don't know what their front office, their GM. I have no idea what they're doing. Um, It's going to be a long rebuild. I'm kind of worried about Ken Walker. I was pretty hot on him like two, three months ago. He kind of worries me a lot right now. He has a very bizarre injury. Uh, dude, uh, I, I ju- I'm not even going to waste any more time on Seattle. The Niners, dude. The, Ni- the Niners are one of those teams that's like... Defensively, they dude, have it. Dude, I can't even like put my finger on them. Like, I don't know if I want to say that they're better than they actually are or vice versa. Right? It, it, a lot of this... Trey Lance, the success that he has will dictate how far they go, yeah, right? Without a doubt. Um, I don't even know who their starting running back is going to be. Like, <laughs> like no, Elijah Mitchell's beat up. Hold his hammy. Uh,
1: Jeff Wilson yeah. is there. Um, Trey Sermon, didn't just let walk. Dude. He's on the birds as well.
0: Dude, yeah, he's in Philly. Yeah, dude. Uh, yeah. No, I just think the Rams will get it done. I, I don't have anything sexy for you. I just think the Rams are, are the best team in this division. The only think they thing have, that
1: scares me is Stafford. How hurt is Stafford? You hear that whole elbow injury he's got going on. Yes, I don't know about yes,
0: that. Yes, and I, I think that he's just going to play through it, and I think <laughs> he'll be okay. Yeah, he's right? tough he, as nails. He, yes, he is tough as nails. You've seen all the videos on him. and uh, He went through how many
1: years in Detroit? I think he, he'll dude, be all right. Man. I
0: know. <laughs> he, uh, he's just adorable, he's just man. Right? I know he never won a playoff game prior to this year winning the Super Bowl. Yeah, Crazy. He but he's he's been healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'm picking the Rams to win the NFC West. NFC North. Again, I have another boring pick. I think the Packers are the best team. I'm I really agree do with you right there. Like, too. like I'm not going to come out and tell you that the Lions are going to get it done. I'm not going to tell you that the Bears, the Chicago Bears might be the best bet to not win the Super Bowl this year. Like, if I had to <laughs> bet my bank account on a team to not win, I might go with the Bears. Yeah,
1: like they're they're up there every year, right? I think they're and, the worst roster in football.
0: And right now. obviously, there's a tier gap between you know Lions Bears being the absolute bottom, and then you've got two teams on significantly higher the Vikings and then I have the Packers obviously leading the division I don't even have a whole lot to say man like I just I think all of America would agree with me that the Packers will win this division Aaron Rodgers back to back MVPs He pro- he's probably due for some regression not only because of Devontae but just because he's been so gosh darn good for so long um
1: Yeah, Packers all day. I'm with you, dude. I totally agree on the Packers, man. I love Aaron Rodgers to death, and it sucks that he beats the shit out of my Cowboys whenever it comes time. But uh, I really do think that Aaron Rodgers is still the guy. He's going to be the guy. I think they they loaded up on weapons enough not to replace Devontae, but, I mean, with Robert Tony coming back, Romeo Dub's exciting as could be. Dub's, however you say that. Dobbs. Dobbs. He gets mad when you say it. Any other way, oh, Rob yeah. Romeo Daza's don't bite Just me. Be careful, no. he's not listening. <laughs> and then Christian Watson, dude, is also going to be fantastic. I love him coming dude, out of North Dakota. Do you State. like
0: Christian Watson? I do, I do, I do.
1: <laughs> I think he's going to come in <laughs> around like week six, though. He's not going to hit his peak this year, obviously. He's young as could be, and he's coming from a D1 AA school. What about, but we've seen it in my guys like Adam Thielen? We've what seen. about
0: Alan Lazard, dude? Alan Who's Lazar. who going to be the best, actually? Forget the NFC North talk. Like, let's just talk about the best receiver right now on the Packers. Rank them right now. Rank, rank right the Packers now. wide receivers. Uh Jesus. to talk
1: week fi- one, week one or week seventeen. Gun
0: to your head. You have to pick who produces the most fantasy points all season long. All rank season them. Rank long. Them. All season one. Long.
1: Oh, can I pick a tight end? Because I think no. Tonyan's going to be huge this year. Well, I love Tonyan. Um, you know what, dude? Let's give me give me Lazard just for familiarity. Dude, give me Aaron Jones, dude. No. Oh no. Seriously though. I mean, honestly. <laughs> I would but, go with Iron
0: I'm uh, sorry, Alan Lazard. Lazard, I,
1: I think Dobbs ends up scoring more than Watson this year. But I think Watson come come the middle of next year, I think he'll be all right. Like, I think week yeah. six is gonna start helping out this offense. Uh and then real quick, uh just the rest of the division, I'm not buying the Vikings help, like or the Vikings whole entire hype thing. Like I said before, the Vikings and the Chargers are the two teams I've bought into the last three years.
0: What about the six or seven seed the wild card slots for for the Vikings? Do you think that is a possibility?
1: Uh, absolutely dude I, I really do think that's a possibility I'm trying to think of other teams in the NFC that could be there I mean I, I think the Cardinals are definitely making a playoffs so I have one vision but I think that there might be three teams because if the Niners do end up figuring it out or just putting Jimmy G back in they could slide into that last wild card um, but I, I really do think that the Packers did the right thing this year in loading up on defense in the draft going double defense with two of their first round picks man and then two studs from Georgia with that being said Um you want to move it's, on to the NFC South. Yeah, there.
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Who do you have winning <laughs>
1: I'm actually with my boy Jake here, man. I'm going with New Orleans Saints, oh, finally man. jumping over the Buccaneers. I think the Cowboys beat up on the Buccaneers week one. Uh, and the only reason is that because they have no offensive line. Um, with that being said, I think that's going to set them back in a division just enough for the Saints to wipe their floor with them again later on in the year when they play them twice. Um, the rest of the division is absolute dog balls, man. I'm, you're looking at the Falcons Jeez. and the Panthers. Dude, if, if McCaffrey can ever stay healthy, that's three wins for the Panthers. That's just how it's going to be. Um, Dude, I'm they... really hoping he does stay healthy. To be honest, I got him in the league or two. But I just think the Saints' defense is, is absolutely unreal. If they can just let Gardner Johnson walk, there's obviously a reason for that. And I think Jameis has the best receiving core in all of football this year.
0: Dude, I love Chris Olave. I love him. If Michael Thomas is healthy, I mean... Huge if. But, like, Mm. people forget, man. He was a walk-in Hall of Fame type of, you know, first four-season. His resume is as good as it gets. You know Justin Jefferson? Yeah. Yeah. Do that for two more years, Justin Jefferson, and then you'll be Michael Thomas through his first four-season. That is how good Michael Thomas was. So, uh, with, again, dude, I have to roll with the box. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that the Saints are going to win. I think the Saints, confidently, just like the Vikings, are the second-best team in the division Mm – no disrespect, dude. I think Jameis is going to really, really surprise people this season. I really do, man. He was off to a crazy hot start last year prior to his ACL tear. I think he had 14 touchdowns and three picks. He, like, dude, he, he was figuring it out. Like, he yeah. was getting it done. And now that he has a better receiving core, he has Chris Olave, Michael Thomas. I I, I just, I think, like, like Alvin Kamara is going to catch another 81 passes because he does it every single year.
1: And then, dude, they also picked up... Um Lauren uh, Landry dude they have Jarvis uh, Landry dude, sitting there, yeah. dude is at their receiver dude. and then Olave dude, yeah, like yeah. oh my god they're, they're gonna be tough man yeah. I, I think they're gonna be really good dude Jarvis Landry is literally
0: better than like the Colts wide receiver too that's not even a hot take yeah no, Alex like Pierce like. Yeah. I love how Pierce nah. he's like <laughs> no <Nah. laughs> nah, I just can't go against a goat I think, I think Brady I think the box are just gonna get it done um, they've They've done nothing but win since
1: Brady has come
0: there. Nothing but win, yeah. right? They literally and won gotten, a Super Bowl and, and gotten and, and,
1: people to stay. Yeah, like their contract yep. situation is dude. They're like an impressive. NBA team, seriously.
0: Like it's like LeBron just joined a roster, and all of a sudden everybody wants to play with him. Same, yeah, it's dude. the Brady effect. Dude. It's the same thing. Yeah. So, uh, that's all I got. You got anything else to say? No, nah, man, they're uh, good to go. I hope
1: everybody that's out there is teaching and is going back to school is enjoying their first day. Uh, I really don't care because happily I'm done with all that but <laughs> whatever anything else you're rolling with dude I had a great time doing this But I appreciate yeah, it yeah
0: absolutely again my name is Austin Abbott this is Drew Scott this is the first episode that we've done together uh, this is st- it's still Fade Consensus my old podcast but I guess we're he talked me back into it so uh, we appreciate y'all we love y'all uh, I guess we'll be recording one episode a week from now on or we'll, we'll see how it goes alright let us
1: know if right, right, you do it make it better too I love y'all see y'all appreciate it love y'all peace guys.